This is a story Cut by Boston College. I don't believe it. Of power. Would you believe it? Politics. Personal foul. Targeting. And the fight for survival. Oh my goodness, they want to track for the state. Behold. Football. Behold, it's happening. I don't believe it. We got the intro. I got 21 seconds of production quality you audio. You got the intro. Everything else is just, yeah. you know, semantics, right? Yeah, yeah. That's just the fluff around the edges of my intro. Yeah, the intro right. is the main event, I think. Right. Hello? Had... So, I'm in Abu Dhabi. Can you hear me? Yeah, we were debating yeah. whether it's Abu Dhabi or Dubai. Which one is... Are they the Manchester City owners? Sheikh? Zayed? Zayed? Well... Dubai is also in the United Arab Emirates. I'm not sure who Abu Dhabi is a supporter of, but um, I, I I'm going to try to steer us because you guys are both very fond of weird rabbit holes. Since uh, Ken has to jump off potentially early, MLS and or EPL. Although I know if we get started on EPL, we'll probably never get to Costa Rica. Knowing Mark, I don't know. I don't know, Ken. You wanna you wanna do some MLS or? What do you want to yeah, talk about? Yeah, how about that epic nine-man finish? For oh, time. my God. I actually – okay, so did you watch it, Ken? Are you able? You weren't able to watch it, were you? Oh, oh, I'm not. I'm not able to watch it here, but I read about it. Well, I listened to the KJR. Here in Costa Rica, I can get the KJR call. Casey Keller and Matt Johnson, the glories of radio play-by-play, which, by the way, I think – Baseball is best for radio as far as radio sports go. And uh, basketball, you know, probably, I think soccer's maybe one of the worst sports because it's just kind of like Ladero over to ship. Ship dribbles the ball. You know, you're like, you can kind of see it, but you don't, you can't because you don't know where they are on the field. It's not like basketball where it's, compressed anyways it's not it's not very satisfying but um just to fill mark in because i'm sure he hasn't spent time his valuable time reading about the sounders match today um it was a 1-1 draw but by the way this was lafc seattle rematch of a game that was last week they the two teams played in la and Seattle came in undefeated with one draw on the season, and LAFC had one loss. And LAFC just took Seattle apart four to one in a match that I watched until I gave up when it was like three to one, and then I listened to it. Ken, I believe you watched that match as well. No, I never did. I wasn't able to watch that one. The uh... okay. okay, that's right. You've been traveling a lot. We'll, we'll give you a pass on this one, but. Um, so I had gone to the Sounders match the week before when I was in Seattle and they beat Toronto three to two, which was a a really good win. However, Will Bruin scored twice in that match and then promptly got injured after he scored twice. So combined with the fact that they already had lost, uh, Raul Rui Diaz, the Peruvian striker, who's been out for like um, a month and a half with a heel injury. And then they lost their best defender, Chad Marshall, or at least their most experienced defender. Um, so all that is good excuses for why they got destroyed last week. 
four to one. Sorry, that is a uh, speedboat going down the Grand Canal here in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> as I said, so uh, yeah. Okay. Ben, stop driving a speedboat while trying to record a podcast. That's not considered acceptable podcast uh, etiquette. I'll, is, I'll I'll go on mute so all the uh, sounds of the pool cleaning and sand the sand smoothing <laughs> machines don't bother you. Oh, because they're because yes, they they're literally take a, they take a, like a giant uh, motorized rake kind of device and go over the sand to smooth it out so that the uh, patrons won't be bothered by dimples in the in the sand and the beach. I was gonna say I was gonna make a comment that it's a, they're the the earth moving machines preparing frantically preparing for the 2022 World Cup, but I forgot Kenneth in Cutter. Until recently, right, Ken? Now you've moved on to another, uh, you know, rich Middle Eastern nation that has no soccer tradition. But that is that's right. And um, and in fact, this is my last day. I'm heading off to uh, um, another. Well, I'm heading off to Florida after this. So (laughs) the Tampa Bay Rowdies, I tell you, they have quite the tradition. But I, I I digress after I was the one who said I shouldn't digress. Um, anyway, so to make the long story even longer, um, so Seattle lost to LAFC 4-1 to last week. Seattle had a, a midweek match against uh, the Earthquakes in CenturyLink in Seattle, and you figure this is going to be a win, but they've had all these injuries, and they ended up uh, drawing one-to-one, which felt like a lot. And then they come into today's match against LAFC, and I even I even saw a headline that said, the betters are favoring LAFC. Uh, again, Seattle has a lot of injuries. And uh, then it was... And Ken, I don't know if... Uh, yeah, you just read about it, but basically Jordan Morris scores 47 seconds into the match. I, I had missed this because I turned it on and it was already one-to-one. I turned it on in the eighth minute and it was one-to-one, which kind of reminds me of some Champions League matches. But um, anyways, so then uh, it was one-to-one because Carlos Vela, who's apparently having this monster season for uh, for LAFC, ties it on the fourth minute. And then uh, one of the Sounders, one of my favorites, because he's a UW guy, Christian Roldan, gets thrown out for hands to the face on like the 20th minute. And I was listening to it. I was in the Uber. I was en route from my meeting to my other appointment. I went over and saw a friend. And I'm listening in the Uber, and I hear this. And uh, then I'm like, well, that's it. We've lost, right? Because... You know, we lost to them four to one, and it's one to one, and now we're going to play 80, uh, 70 minutes on 10 men. And I figured there's just no way. And, but I'm still listening to it, and I have the, the live score pinned on my phone as I'm talking to my friend. I'm over hanging out with this friend of mine, and I keep looking, and it keeps one, 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 one. And they went the whole game, and apparently, actually, the Sounders probably played better or at least you know had had more chances at 10 men and 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 played really well and 
And Ken alluded to the fact that they went down to nine men, but that actually happened at about five minutes of stoppage time in the second half. So basically, they played the last two minutes with nine men. But right before that, they had a total great chance. Jordan Morris had a, a, a great uh, opportunity in the box, and the ball squirted around, and it was just a miracle that the Sounders didn't poke it in. So in the end, it was 1-1 draw, but it felt like a win. And we'll take the point and, uh, yeah, um, get out of the whole LAFC thing for a while. So, um, yeah, Sounders, uh, you know, come away with the loss and two draws this week, which, well, I guess we'll just have to take it and move on and get some players back, hopefully from injury soon. Yeah, so many injuries for this early in the season. I guess these are contact yeah. injuries. These are not being tired and pulling a muscle these are um you know what there's you know i i'm not sure like will bruin i think maybe it was you know could have been a turf thing Hmm. it's like a hamstring so these sound like nagging injuries and you're right it's like it's a little early for nagging like you know who knows how these guys get it just seems like you always read these things and it's it just sounds like they've strained something you know so um but uh, yeah who knows you know I just, I just think that's the nature of soccer that guys are always getting weird tweaks and like you know, Rui Diaz has a heel contusion. <laughs> God knows what a bruised heel, and he's been out for five weeks. I don't Whoa, know. I, heel contusion. Yeah. Put on yeah. some thick socks and put on the boots. Get back <laughs> on the field. Put on your big boy boots and get out there. If yeah, you're make it good money. Yeah, I would, I would think so. So, since Mark really is uh, engaged in this MLS talk, yeah, we've been able. Oh, yeah, I watched you know ten or fifteen minutes of match action. It was enthralling. Yeah, that was okay. Can you name anybody? Else? What do you know about the Timbers, Mark? Diego B- Valera, Vieira, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Patrick I think that's it's a combination something. of Diego Costa and Patrick Vieira, which are uh, world-class guys. Um, no. <laughs> their, their stadium is being expanded. They're on – like MLS just started, right? Like this month? Uh, late March, actually. Late March. So it's been, it's been a, yeah, about a month, about a, month. a little more. But yeah. Portland is on an extended road trip because their home stadium is under – being renovated, expanded, so they don't play a home match until June. So maybe that explains some of their hardships in, in the table. That's, that's pretty amazing, really. Yeah. I've never been to that stadium, and Mark, you know, someday you and I will go to a Sounders-Timbers match in Portland. Where are we going to sit? I promise you that. Where are we going to sit? Prob- uh, that, probably in a neutral section. I would not is there, sit. Is there such a thing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess know. it's in America. You just can't be in the cheering section. Yeah, the, yeah, no, yeah. you're fine. I mean, you know, there's lots of Timbers fans that go to like the Sounders games in Seattle. You see them. You just don't want to be all too court. aggressive or loud about it. But um, so that that's that's all the MLS I have for you. Ken's got a, Ken's got about seven minutes left, so I figure that's enough time for us to get his thoughts and or talk about the. Uh, results today, um, and we can talk. 
We can talk about the Chelsea match, or we can also talk about the standings, or both. Because I'm looking at the standings, and I know that it's it's getting down to crunch time. So uh, yeah. go, you guys go. Yeah, I was I was reading a good article in uh, Sports Illustrated about how you know poor Liverpool might be putting up one of the best records ever because they've only lost one match. One match. Wow. I, that's still are not in the driver's seat. They are they are not in control of their own destiny. Yeah. And seven draws. Seven draws crazy. and one loss. Yeah. Yeah. If everybody wins loss. out, City wins the whole thing. And and also it's this a bit unprecedented that it's this close this late. Yeah. I mean, normally it's been added by now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and not always, right? Not always, but to have them this close and both teams playing this good, two teams finishing with over 90 points, I think that's never happened. Maybe you're right. Maybe usually by this point there's one team that's seven points clear or whatever, so they're, they're, uh, they're clinched. They clinch earlier and then it, it's not. Although I think, it, by the way, I think it's just the funniest thing that there's this huge – top four, second four thing that does not exist in any other sport that I'm aware of where like you're the, the, both the competition for fourth place and the competition for what? 16th place mm-hmm. is like huge. Yeah. It's interesting. They have all these different categories of drama right. of competition. Yeah. yeah. Which is really where Chelsea is right now. If, if not for that, you'd be sitting there going, Chelsea is 24 points behind the leader. Oh, yeah. You know, it's embarrassing how bad, you know, they, <laughs> they were, no, they were trashing it on the, on the postgame show. They were like, oh man, this Tottenham Hotspur and Chelsea, you know, they're just, they're just not good this year, basically, because they're so far behind. They act like, you yeah. know, like what's wrong with them, you know, by comparison to the top two. Yeah, during the match, I didn't watch the post-game, post-match commentary, but during it they said like the top four competition, it's like people are stumbling to the finish. Everybody's just losing yeah. left and right. No one wants right. to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Manchester United being foremost among them. Yeah, they had won 14 out of – 15 in all competitions and now they've lost seven out of nine that was before and today after they right after they hired the manager yeah they gave him the minute job yeah literally right it was yeah. like right around then yep strange very very strange <laughs> cursed yep the curse of the permanent manager but i will have to say for ken if he has to sign off arsenal is still arsenal right now they have lost three in a row. They've lost to Crystal Palace. They've lost to Wolverhampton. And then they just lost to Leicester City 3-0. They are collapsing. Like, oh, you thought Unai Emery has turned the page in a new culture. And then you go, oh, wait, it's Arsenal. They suck. <laughs> yeah, Which- I, uh, I, I've noticed that, that they are there. At one time, they were fourth. It wasn't too long ago. It yeah. It's like, you know, I, there's been a lot of back and forth here. Well, they're still and, uh, fifth. They're, I mean, they're, yeah, they're still Yeah, because United is doing worse. But I'm ashamed right. to admit that I was worried about Arsenal. It was a brief moment where I'm like, Arsenal has it together. They're, they're, it's the new Arsenal. 
And now it's so comforting for Arsenal to return to form. I am going to go soon, but I do want to, even though this is not EPL talk, I am uh, <clears throat> strangely excited about watching Liverpool and Barcelona play. Oh, yeah. Which is coming up on May 1st, and it, I'll be in Florida. And I calculated that it's at 3 p.m. on 3 p.m. in Florida, so perfectly comfortable. And That's awesome, Ken. I'm really glad because I have Wednesday off. I can watch that match without nice. worrying about any you, – you suckers. Well, Ken's on vacation. Mark has to work. But then again, we know Mark, Mark will drop work to go watch some, oh, uh, oh, some yeah. That would be on Wednesday, so I think Mark has got that – schedule under control it's at noon it's at noon for mark right so yeah perfect oh, so. yeah. we will all be watching and texting during that match i would hope sure yes by the way you know um shit maybe i'll go to the casino on wednesday <laughs> that's the champions league oh match and then, we go. and then watch it there no and, i mean yeah because like i'm like i'm not gonna I, I I don't know. You know, okay. like I should, I'll, I'll be I'll texting my you my bets. Give me the lines. What are the betting lines? I don't know. How, okay. what? Where 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 are you going, Ken? Right now, we we're gonna go visit, tour the uh, the the grand palace of the Sheikh in some manner later on today, which um, I saw a picture from a distance, and it's looks like some spectacular white domed palace for an for uh, somebody from out here would have. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> okay. Well, just don't steal any like silverware or something yeah. or they might throw you in a, throw you in a dungeon and we'll never hear from you again. I'm aware that I am under constant surveillance at all times. Yeah. <laughs> Including this podcast. <laughs> That's well, right. Have a good one. Have a good safe flight to Florida. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. All right. Yep. Mark, it's just you and me. Ashley on us says our Azpilicueta about to lead their sides out at Old Trafford. Three vital top four points on the line. Well, what what do you have to say about Chelsea's lackluster performance uh, today? Um, I did watch it. So. I I watched it in its entirety, not live, and it was interesting. Um, the second half was, as the announcer said. Uh, not high quality football. Uh, the quality was reduced, and, but they were very cagey, and everybody was. Both teams were, yeah. It was weird. It was a weird match. Um, no scoring in the second. Um, but my my one insight that it will give was so Chelsea had Alvaro Morata, the Spanish center forward for the first half of the season and they and they got rid of him. They put him out on loan to Atletico Madrid. And yeah. uh they got not in return but as a replacement, um they got Gonzalo Higuaín. So uh, right. the right. Argentinian guy from he was Napoli. I think he was on Juventus at this point when they got him on loan. <sighs> they both have this propensity and this is the insight. They're offside all the time. Murata, yeah. later on, offside all the time. Iguain, offside all the time. So there's my new uh, equation is there is an inverse relationship between confidence 
and offsides. So okay. the lower your confidence, the higher number of offsides you're going to get. So both of them. So, so that means has, Hazard is never offside. He is never offside. Uh, anytime never. he is, it was never, the wrong call. Never seen, never seen it called. Yes, not legitimately, never. Iguain. I just I had a flashback watching Iguain. They're like Iguain. Oh, like. He's offside. Yeah, he's As offside the ball's again. getting to him, they're like, oh, Iguain's offside. Yeah. <sighs> I just remember Murata doing the same thing late in his Chelsea time because he has no confidence. So they were talking about Iguain has no pace. I think he's pace, like a, I heard that. Yeah. I thought of you, Mark. Yes. Mark, I thought of you <laughs> because, because, first of all, I'm listening to this while I'm jogging. Okay. You have to understand. I've got the Chelsea match on my phone streaming Good and I'm jogging and it's actually working. Like he keeps <laughs> it. it I, I can even look at my phone. Okay. He keeps like the app keeps saying like, sorry, you have to close this or do you want to wait? And it, and I hit wait and it just keeps running <laughs> and I can, I can catch glimpses, but basically I'm listening to it. So I had a, a big day of listening to soccer, but I actually listened when he said that he goes, they were like, oh, he's offside again. And then he goes, well, you know why the, the, the commentator, the color yeah, commentator, yeah. you know why he's offside? Because he has no face. And <laughs> yeah. I thought, that, that was so brutal yeah. and just so fitting. And, and, and I thought about your comment about um, DeAndre Yedlin when you said he has pace. And I realized my other thought was just the, the generic thought that, oh, so if you're British – and you want to talk about somebody having speed, you just use the word pace. Essentially. Essentially. In a soccer, in a soccer context. You yeah. just say, he has no pace, meaning he's, he has no speed. So that, and, and, and to be honest, that probably is, that may hold up a little bit better than your theory, but then maybe they're connected. I don't know. Well, part of his lack of confidence, I think, is he's underperforming at Chelsea, but also he doesn't have the physical speed to compete right in, in the premier league Wait. so he's always right. trying to find an angle to get ahead and he's trying to hopefully and have some <laughs> yeah he's hoping a, a linesman misses it or uh, a defender on the far side of the ball plays him on side but he's always needing to trick uh trick his opponents to right. get past them because they'll they'll catch up to him but even that was the thing. We've traded Chelsea. We, we mean Chelsea, have traded Murata, which I think was, he was a physically and technically, well, so he had pace and he had technical ability, but he didn't have physicality where he could deal with the bumps and bruises and the physical play of the EPL. We've traded him for Iguain, who has equal technical ability less pace and also not a physical presence so i think we've downgraded in one of the three key uh measures and i i still miss Murata. he was equal on a technical level but he had pace he could and he had a good good vertical he could jump uh he cannot jump um i would still rather put uh um olivier Giroud, who also doesn't have pace, but technical ability and a physicality. He is a bigger guy. So, so where uh, is he? Iguain, or you mean Giroud? He's on the bench. Uh -huh. 
He's just yeah, a, he was a stud in the World Cup. Yeah, he is. He's still a stud. He he just I don't know. Sorry, does does not prefer him. He plays almost exclusively in their European competitions. He has ten goals in the Europa League, and I he might have zero. He might have one or two in the Premier League. But I find that odd that you would. And I've heard that before, by the way. This idea that oh, you said it a lot. Like oh, they only play that guy in this other. It's like yeah. Why have two different squads? Well, I mean, I guess maybe different t- style of opponent, different different types of refereeing, different. Well, I, you know, it just seems odd. Maybe to, me. to a certain extent, but the main thing is they talk about is squad rotation, um, because oh, for people fresh and yeah, injuries. Because if you're yeah. playing every weekend, and now in okay. Europe or or these domestic cups, you're playing on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, they want to rotate. So, yeah, but some players will play all of them, but you got to have a little rotation. But That's uh, true. I think I, guess. I, I had high hopes for Egoin. I mean, he he's technically gifted. He's performed well in Italy and Spain, and uh, and he did well in like his second. He only has like four goals, and two of them came in his second match at Chelsea, but they played Huddersfield Town, which is – in relic, they're gonna they've guaranteed relegation. So he's not he's not done well. I miss Murata, and I think Giroud would be better um, than Iguain. So it's sad. But Chelsea drew, which was amazing. They did not have a good showing. But uh, David de Gea, Manchester United's world class uh, keeper, is not having a good season like Manchester United, and he he fumbled a long distance shot from the defender Rudiger. It was like he was caught between catching it and punching it, and instead he yeah. just fumbled it right in front of himself. And Marcus Alonso came in and picked up the the ball right in front of the net, kind of. Yep. He still had a he still had a difficult finish, sort of, to hit it to the far post to off the post. But um, yep, David De Gea let no clean sheets in his last nine matches, I believe, and has allowed a record number of goals this year yeah, for a keeper I, I think for a keeper period for uh for uh, manchester united maybe for manchester yeah not for the premier league in general but i think this is the worst defense yeah. which he's in charge of to a certain extent for manchester united in 50 years or something like that yeah which is interesting too that funny that he's spanish and the chelsea keeper is spanish and yeah de gea De Gea has what probably been the starter in multiple World Cups, and you know you wonder. They even said something like at halftime they were all over him, right? And they're like, "Do you pull him?" You know, Rebecca Lowe and mm. the you know guys are like, "Do you, hey, Rebecca Lowe seemed to be like wanting to like this was like her <laughs> hot topic. She kept saying like, "Do you pull him?" Well, what do you think? Well, what you know? Do you agree? Isn't he? Is he just he's terrible? Isn't he? You know, it just was like yeah. they're just. He's world class. He's long time world class, and other clubs have been trying to buy him for a long time. Like, if not Barcelona, Real Madrid have been trying to buy him. Um, but ah, I don't know. So they bought the Chelsea keeper instead because yeah. they couldn't get yeah. the Haya of Manchester United. To a certain well, extent. Um, I will say that I watched the beginning when uh, Manchester United scored, and the announcers were saying that the Manchester United looked really good. Yeah. And, you know, the action was like the first half was good, and then it bogged down in the second half, or, you know, then, then maybe 
they got defensive. But um, but you know that's it's noticeable when you when you're watching the EPL and their the passing is just so clinical and so crisp and and everybody's moving really well and it's it's that's when you see the difference and you go. Oh yeah, I get it. You know, this is why it's like the best league in the world. Yeah. So it was fun to watch. I, I'm and, fairly uh, confident Chelsea's going to finish top four simply because of the ineptitude of Manchester United yes. and Arsenal. You have time for me to give you the the Costa Rican soccer update? <sighs> Technically, yes. Technically, my, yes. My enthusiasm is waning, but my time is available. Well, too bad. Be- yeah, because uh, <laughs> no, because this actually is um, an interesting day for it. Because okay, yeah, we've been is, waiting for this. You had you went yeah. to the stadium, you saw interesting things, and you had to wait to talk about it. So here's your time. Fill us in. Here's <laughs> my time. Okay, in Costa Rican Premier uh, First Division, the top four make the playoffs. It came down to the final day today, and basically uh, three teams, I think, had locked up a spot, and the fourth slot was up for grabs. And my boss, just to make it interesting, because my team, La Liga, which I'll talk about in a sec, was eliminated. So I didn't really have a dog in the fight today. However, my boss was like, you know, he 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 actually isn't like a huge supporter that I get a sense of, you know, like I mean, anyways, he's he's a fan of the top team Saprisa, who's won the most titles, the New York Yankees of mm-hmm. Costa Rican soccer. And but Saprisa I think was gonna make it, but he wanted to bet on that fourth slot and he got me and another guy, my buddy Edgar, who I went and saw La Liga play with and Edgar is a fan of a team called Cartago, who it's been like 100 years since Cartago has won a title. So they're the lovable losers. He, he calls them like the Cubs and, you know, mm. th- things like that, right, as a parallel. So uh, Hered- uh, Cartago was in it as a, a possible fourth slot team. And then there were two other teams, uh, Heredia and uh, Gracia, who had a shot. And... So we all bet like 2,000 colonas, which is like $3.50. And uh, my boss took the weakest team, and I took Heredia, and my buddy Edgar took Cartago because that's his team. So Heredia is, you know, actually pretty good, and I have friends who are Heredia fans. And Heredia, by the way, was the team. So a week ago... I was sitting, as is my usual pattern, on Sunday afternoon doing schoolwork in the Starbucks across from the National Stadium, right? So, you know, I live and work right next to the the giant National Stadium of Costa Rica where they hold their national team matches. And I did go and see the second half of a, a national team friendly last month, but... I hadn't seen, that was the only game I'd seen, and so I'd seen half of a game in that stadium, and it was a friendly, you know? So I'm sitting in the Starbucks, all of a sudden, all these people in La Liga soccer jerseys come walking into the Starbucks. And I look up, you know, and maybe it's like, okay, there's one person, right? But no, then there's more, and there's more, and I 
it dawns on me. I'm like, because I had looked and I noticed that La Liga's playing Heredia tonight at six, right? But normally they'll play at one of their stadiums and their stadiums are nowhere near where I live, right? Hmm. So I would, wouldn't have thought of going to the game at all until I realized it was literally happening across the street. And it's a rivalry because Heredia is good and the league is good. And then I decided to go to the match and I went home to drop off my computer and to get my jersey and my scarf, my scarf that I paid $4 for and uh, got everything on. And then I texted this friend of mine. So he was like, sure. And we went to the stadium and lo and behold, football, um, <laughs> it was a 2-2 draw, which was the same exact score of the other La Liga game I went to with my buddy Edgar when they played his team, Cartago. So I've been to two La Liga games, both really frustrating, both where they surrender early goals and then score in the waning moments, usually it seems like, uh, to tie it and to escape with a 2 d drop. But I have to tell you, Mark, I'm just not that happy with my choice of teams. <laughs> and not, not just because they didn't make the playoffs. Um, they actually made the playoffs when I first picked them last December. That was last season, right? Because Costa Rica soccer has two seasons. So they have a winter season and a summer season. Okay. And this is actually the summer because summer here down here is the opposite. So we are at the end of summer season. So what happened was that Heredia won today, and Heredia, um, I'm sorry, Heredia drew, but they already had uh, an extra couple points ahead of Cartago. Cartago won on a goal in like the 90th minute. So dramatic win for Cartago. They were playing somebody else. That gave them three points to get to 34. Heredia tied and they were at 33, so Heredia has 34. So they went to goal differential for the fourth slot, final slot in the playoffs, and Heredia won by one. That's and here's tight. so it's is tight. the playoffs uh, just a single elimination knockout type deal? No, it's it's home it's and the home. double leg. Yeah, it's the home and home leg, four teams, um, and uh, yeah, I think that. I don't know when that starts, but I assume Heredia will play. Say, oh, here, here's an even. I have one question for you, but also here's a great fact that I, 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 I have to double check with Edgar to be sure. But the team that finished first was the team that was promoted this year. Their first, and they said it was the first time wow. that they'd ever been promoted. Wow. For the first time in the first division, and they won it by even one over, point. Even over the Yankees of Costa Rica? Even over the Yankees by oh, one yeah. point. They edged Soprisa them by one or whatever. Saprisa. Deportivo Saprisa. So San Carlos finished first. I San Carlos. Just... San Carlos. Good city in California. San Carlos. Okay. There you go. Deportivo Saprisa. <laughs> And then I love the third place team, Perez Zeladon, which, as far as I know, is probably like the names of the founders or Perez something. It. So this reminds me of Zedadine Zidane. 
pretty close. Yeah, Zeledon, Z-E-L-E-D-O-N. Zeledon. Then Heredia, then Cartago, then La Liga, which is actually Liga Deportiva Alajuense is their real name, but I can't even say it. So that's why. <laughs> no wonder why everybody just calls them La Liga. Yeah. Then Gracia. Then get this. There is a pro team in Costa Rica that's called the University of Costa Rica. Just what? to confuse them. Yes, the, the university doesn't... apparently started a pro team probably, you know, 80 years ago. Oh, back, this, they, 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 don't, they don't believe in school, you know, in college sports, right? So oh, they, yeah. probably, they had to go ahead and have a, a team that, that's, I don't know if they, if they have to be students. Probably not. So maybe, they get, <laughs> maybe they get free tuition. So, you know, sounds like your league has drama and intrigue and yes. just fun. Oh. You, you know what? It, it's it, in its own world. Yeah. People, you know, that La Liga game, man. The only thing I was going to say, the reason why I was not impressed with La Liga was I just felt like they just, they could not finish. They had a million opportunities in the box mm-hmm. and they would dink it, dink around and not get a shot off. And I was just appalled. I was just bothered by and i think maybe you know maybe just this team Are they, didn't seem to have maybe they subscribe to sorry ball yeah just where you gotta a do lot a lot of sideways of passes no opportunities yeah. yeah i don't know and maybe there's just there was just a lot of i think there was a lot of disappointment by the fans it was the hundredth year anniversary this year of the Whoa. team yeah i think i sent you that great photo i have of me in front of this mural at their stadium but it's got like, you know, 1919 to 2019. So they were, you know, it was a big year. So I guess we should sign off. Sign. I'll get some extra yeah. rest. We'll talk marketing some other time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get episode one out and then we could talk marketing. Good, Good idea. Okay. Yeah. I like that level, <laughs> the order of priority there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this, uh, we'll be texting about. Uh, Wednesdays. Yes. Let me know if you're in the casino. I, yes, I will let you know. That'll, that might be my motivator. I, and then I'll tell my boss to meet me there for a quote-unquote meeting. Right. Yes. Well, Just give him the corner kick line, and he'll be there in the flash. That's true. He'll, he'll, he will. He probably will. All right, man. All right. Sounds good. Okay. We'll talk, talk to you later. Yep. Bye.